Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Navy Wife Radio. You're listening to Wendy and Marie. We're here live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern or on demand at NavyWifeTalkRadio.com. Tonight, we're taking your calls live as we welcome a special guest, laugh, learn, and relate with us. It's the Subwives on Navy Wife Radio. Hey, this is Sea Wolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio, submarinewife.com. Welcome everyone who's listening to us tonight and in the archives. We have a great show planned for you. This is Wendy, and I have Marie with me tonight. Hey, Marie. Hey, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing better now. Good. I know you said your asthma was bothering you earlier. Yeah, yeah it is. I, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> we had the, You know how we have the after the show? We had our before the show. <laughs> oh, gosh. I just oh. want everybody to know that it's Wendy's fault if I start coughing and I'm wheezing. Um, she had me laughing so hard before we came on the air. I was crying. <laughs> so, because she had a little bit of an asthma show. attack. Yeah, great show planned. <laughs> and today on our show, we have we get our Marie. I know you're excited about this. We get our own private coaching session with Krista Wells. So I, I need a, no. I need a real private one. I don't need to share it with you. Oh, I've got enough stuff. I would like my own too. <laughs> I know. Maybe we can work that out. So yeah. So Krista Wells is going to be here with us, and she. Is um, she's the the coach over at Military Spouse Magazine, and I was talking about her last week in that article that she wrote that was so great in last last month's issue. Yeah. So we're gonna, she's going to be here in a little bit, and we're going to be talking about careers. So for our listeners out there, maybe you've just PCSed yet again, and um, you're wondering just how to get your career going again, or or maybe how to transition into something completely new, something you've always wanted to do, and you're just not quite sure how to start, or maybe you've heard of those like uh, personality tests that you can take that can show you what your interests are. I think you've heard about re- those, right? I think I need to retake mine. I've taken a few. Yes, me too. You know, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was thinking, you know what, I need to retake one because I'm not the same person I was the last time I took it. You're well, I just don't like my answers. Well, I, <laughs> I guess you have, the general, you have your general likes that you like, like your people person or you, you, know, mm-hmm. you don't like... You know, um, you know, like I don't know. First thing I thought of was like if you wanted to be a veterinarian. I mean, obviously you're gonna like pets. So if you well, yeah, I always did the the you know the job related ones. And guess what? It always said I should be. What should you have been, or sh- what should you be? An engineer, but the husband's taking care of all that. Oh. So is well, darn Navy. Well, you know, maybe that's why I married him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we've always said that you should be the one in the Navy. So I don't know, maybe so. Don't say that very loud again. We don't want to make him mad. <laughs> He's home right now. So so that's coming on the show. I mean, Chris is coming on the show. And then later, after um, Chris and Marie, we're going to talk about um, our fall event because our registration page is now up. Yes. I'm, so, should, should I register? 
No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Oh it's going to be a long hour. <laughs> I mean, you could. If I want to win some of the prizes. Yeah. I, know what's that, I know what's going to be happening. I want to register because we only get the win if we register. Uh, no, you can't win anything. I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think no. I want to do this anymore. I'm like, okay, everyone, drum roll, please. Let's see who wins the prize. <laughs> That's a fair chance. It's a raffle. I got a special prize for you. Don't you worry. I've got something picked out just for you. Uh, I'm sure everybody can't yeah. wait to see that. <laughs> so we want to tell everybody, like, you know, all the updated stuff. So that'll be coming up, and then. Um, I know you watched Army Wives, and I watched Army Wives on Sunday, so we're going to spend a little time hashing that out because we both have, like, our love-hate. Well, yes. I have my whole love Well, no, we both thing. do. We both do on that. Or, like Jan says, that girl, Jan, who's coming on our show in a couple of weeks, the, she's a writer over on TampaBay.com. She, uh, on her blog, her Army Wives recap she does on Sunday nights and on Mondays, she calls it the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, yeah, I completely I, could I write totally the like that. So. And in fact, we're going to start on our site, too, um, discussing, you know, because like we said, it brings up topics to talk about, but we all have our opinions about the, the show itself, so we'll yeah. talk about that later in the hour. So that will come up. And then uh, the other couple things I had was um, I just saw the movie Shooter last night, and so I had a, a little mini review of that. I don't know if you've even heard of that movie. No, I hadn't, but, but you know. With, um, I don't know if it's Mark Wahlberg or... Yeah, it's Mark Wahlberg mm-hmm. who's in it, and he plays a Marine sniper. And oh my gosh, well, we'll talk about that later. Will we all want to be? Will we all want to have a Marine sniper? Uh, a very own. Well, be good? we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Give me something though. And Give then, me a bone. I mean, something yeah, to work good. with. It's really good. Okay. I was shocked. It was. It was. I didn't think I would like it, but it well, you know, very, later it in the gave hour, Jason Bourne a run for his money. I really. Oh, well, then I'm yeah. excited to see and it. In the outtakes or in the after review, the thing you can watch on the, the you play the deleted scenes and the, the making of shooter, they uh-huh. have a consultant, the military consultant who runs his own little business who's an ex-Marine sniper. And um, he, the guy, I mean, he doesn't even, I, it's so terrible that I say, he doesn't look like a Marine sniper because oh, obviously gosh. he is, but so we'll talk about him too. Well, also, I was going to say I just read the newest edition of the Navy Times. Did you see anything familiar? There were some familiar things in there. But um, the one thing I wanted to talk about was um, some of the new things that they have going on with the Navy. Did you look at the back cover? Yes. Did you open it? Wendy. Look at the back (laughs) cover and open it. Well, I'll have to go fetch my Navy Times again. Because you haven't seen what I'm talking about then. Well, I think I did, but I haven't. No, you didn't. All right, fine. I'll go get the Navy Times. <laughs> and then we had our first press coverage. Marie? Yes. I'm listening. I'm getting the Navy Times. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we had our first press coverage. I found it online. Our, really? Our piece in the, yes, our article about us on the Stars and Stripes. That's our first interview, our first quote. We were quoted, Marie. It's our first one. You know, that always worries me because, you know, I've been quoted before. <laughs> And for some reason, they like to quote me. That's because there's no filter there. I know. It's like a, I'm your own version of Roxy. Yeah. At least I don't have... I, you know, I need some cute phrases like Roxy, though. We need to work on that. I'm sure... Okay, I opened the back cover, and I still don't know what you're talking about. What are you looking at? Like, you go to the very back, and you look 
on the it's the left the uh the underwater war what what date is your navy time does it have the chiefs list no it's august 13th edition oh no that's the last week's that's last week's i'll tell everybody about the navy time later because <laughs> you have last week's edition <laughs> i got it today the new edition has the chiefs list that just came out oh yeah so well, this is the 13th. How old can it, you know? I know. I don't know why they do that. The, the, the latest version is August 20th. Oh, for Pete's sake, it's not, yeah. I know. It's not the 20th yet. Okay. So, um, so let's tell everyone how they can IM us. Yes. Okay. For all of you that don't know, we have Yahoo and AOL open. And our Yahoo and AOL name is Navy Wife Radio, all one word. And if you don't have either one, you can go on right now and you can log on to Yahoo or AOL and set up your own account and just put us as a friend, Navy Wife Radio, and we will add you to our list and you will be able to message us live during the shows or comment to us anytime. And Wendy and I are both on there too on our own private IMs with Navy Wife Marie and Navy Wife Wendy. Very easy to find us. And then our phone number for tonight is one six four six six five two four six two nine. That's one six four six six five two four six two nine. And we'll go ahead and say that our OPSEC stuff is please no discussion of boat movements, dates, boat names, port calls, destinations, mail jobs, homecomings, people's names in conjunction with the boat. No spreading rumors or causing hate and discontent. And in regards to OPSEC, our post may not always be in present time. And in that example is if we are writing a blog or about deployment, that does not mean our husbands are deployed. If we are writing about a current situation such as dry dock, shift work, refit, saying maybe that's what our husbands are doing right now, we will wait to post these. We will never write about the boat's current condition or status. So if you read anything on these posts um, about those um, current issues and it has been written at an earlier date and we have waited to post it so that we do not give a location or um, of any boat at any given time and so that we ask that you remember these rules when posting when sending us ims <clears throat> or when calling in to the phone line especially when you call in we do not have a sensor button which i don't know no. if we should warn people or not but <laughs> we don't we, have a we don't have a beep feature yes so please when you're calling you can say he he is on a, a boat he is that's fine, but do not tell us the name of the boat. You can use other things like the USS where he works. That's fine. But just don't tell us the name of the boat um, live on the air. That's not good. And so we ask you to remember this, too, when posting on our MySpace page and on our website, submarinewife.com. Very good. Yep, all very important stuff. Well, um, so we have our guest, Krista. I believe she's on the line. So what I'm going to do is take a quick break for our sponsor, Marie, and then when we come back, we'll welcome her to the show. That sound, that sound good? Yep, that's good. Sounds good. All right. Well, I want to remind everyone you're listening to Navy Wife Radio. We'll be right back with Krista Wells. This is the Chief from AskTheChief.com, and you're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio. If you have a Navy-related question, visit our website at AskTheChief.com, where we've been keeping sailors informed for over five years now. Welcome back, everyone. Krista, are you there? I am. Hi. Welcome to Navy Wife Radio. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. I apologize for my raspy voice. Wendy had me in tears before the show laughing so hard that I had a little bit of an asthma attack. <laughs> so I don't sound very professional at the moment with my coughing and wheezing. 
Oh, please. But we'll just blame Wendy for that. Yeah, you can blame me. I yeah. want to tell everybody, um, um, you're, you know, you, you sent me your bio, and I, I didn't read it before, so let me just give everybody some highlights. Um, you are the military spouse coach for the Military Spouse Magazine. You have your practice to Wells Professional Coaching and Assessment Services where you're out there in Connecticut. And you have been um, a, a coach since when, Krista? I didn't catch that part. Um, I've been doing this about four years. About four time. years. And before that, I was a coach for an organization, and I've been on my own for about four years now. Okay. And she's a military spouse, obviously. And um, is your husband active duty? Um, no, he's reserve. He's uh, reserve. He's okay. in the Marine Corps. He's in the Marine Corps. Okay, well, cool. Well, welcome to the show. We just wanted to let everybody know a little bit more about you. And your website, I'll throw that out there in the beginning in case people want to look that up while we're on the air. And that is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, militaryspousecoach.com? That's correct. Very good. All right, well, um, we're so excited to have you here today and get our kind of our mini um, coaching session that we get here. We <laughs> share. <laughs> But we, we're we're so excited. We want to know all about what you do and 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 how you decided to pick military spouses to coach versus. I mean, you could pick any sector that you wanted. And oh, there's lots of people that need help. Yeah. Not that we, you know, <laughs> need help more than others. But you know, we have our days. Yeah, I worked for an organization, like I said, about four years ago, and I just decided to um, go into career coaching because that's what I was doing for the organization that I was working for, and. Four years ago, I had my daughter and decided that the travel um, working for a consulting firm was just too crazy. <laughs> and um, I just started doing you know, regular career coaching and happened to get a lot of military spouse clients, um, I think because those were, those were the kind of women that I was hanging around with and telling about my business, and I did a lot of volunteer work for the Marines. And it just sort of happened, and then I thought, you know, I have – most of my clients are military spouses, and I was talking to my coach one day and said, I should probably develop some sort of a niche. And then she said, well, why don't you just do what you're doing and keep working with the military? So it just kind of took off from there. It wasn't really a planned thing. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And that you know, is. I yeah, it was really neat. It was kind of neat because I was sitting there saying, I don't know what to specialize in, and there's all these coaches now. And she said, why don't you just keep working with the clients that you're working with? And I had always kind of visioned the business to go in a different direction, but that's how it that's how it ended up working out. And I guess you sort of attract um, people that have similar interests to your own and are in you know similar life situations, and it just kind of works that's out. That's true. Well, and I also think that military spouses are we're a creative bunch, and we're resourceful, and we're always looking to do better, be better. And I think you know most of us are, are open to getting help with that. Yeah, I always tell other coaches that military spouses are really ideal clients because um, a lot of people ask, you know, what's the difference between therapy and coaching? And I'll I'll say that therapy is more about healing the client, but working with coaches is working with otherwise motivated and healthy people that are very, you know, ready for change. And, and military spouses just tend to be that already. So they're like pre, <laughs> pre-qualified <laughs> for coaching. Um, you know, they really are motivated to make the, you know, to just get out there and do what they need to do to move forward. Well, that's encouraging to hear, Marie. Don't you I think so. Yeah, I, I do. I think that's really encouraging. Well, I was on your website <clears throat> surfing around, and I know we're going to talk about careers while you're here, um, but I thought a good place to start with that is, you know, to try and figure out exactly what career you want to have. 
are those the assessments that you have on your website to or your ideal work environment that was one of the 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 files there that people could go to that's a free resource and can you talk to us a little bit about that yeah i think that with the assessments um i'm not even though I offer a lot of assessments, I'm not a huge fan in just taking one assessment and then deciding this is the career I should do based on this one assessment. But what I think can help is to take three or four assessments and kind of combine that with, you know, is there a theme throughout all the assessments? Is there some sort of a trend that you keep leaning towards? Is there, Even if you have a job you hate, is there some part of it that you're really enjoying? And the ideal day... Um, activity is kind of just going through and thinking about if I had, you know, a job that was that was absolutely ideal, what would I be doing in terms of like, are you going to be in a hospital? Are you going to be, do you see yourself working outdoors? Do you see yourself in, you know, in a cubicle in a big organization wearing a suit? And just kind of imagining if you could create this, a job that you're really passionate about, what would be some of the characteristics and things um, that would be included in that. And to help start to get some sort of a direction when you have that feeling, you know, I have no idea what to do, um, to just kind of start somewhere and think about what are the what are the different things that I could imagine myself doing. Yeah, I think that's great because the whole process can be a little overwhelming. Not a little, a lot overwhelming, and you're just not quite sure where can I just take one little step? And yeah, and I have so many clients come in and say, you know what, I'm not interested in anything, or I haven't had any jobs that I've really enjoyed, or I haven't had anything, and you kind of have to dig a little bit deeper to find out what it is. Um, you know, everybody's passionate about something. It's just tapping into that area. And sometimes if you haven't had jobs that you've enjoyed, it's hard to imagine yourself you know, really thriving in a certain career. So what are some steps? that you could help us take as a coach? Um, when, we, when we're looking to, you know, whether we pcs and it's looking for a career or... Well, some people get caught up in a long-term goal being too tough at the time. Like maybe they're in a location where it's not realistic to go to grad school right away or, um, you know, you're home with a couple little kids and it's just not, the timing isn't right. But I always recommend that people, when they're getting a job, to, even if the job isn't that long-term career goal, to try to get a job that's more related to that long-term goal and to keep that long-term goal in mind. Um, does that make sense? Like I had yeah, a client that, that, worked, that was working at Hallmark, and she said, you know, eventually I'd like to, you know, in a couple of years my husband's um, going to be finished with his military career, and I would really love to go to grad school to be a speech therapist. And she's, but she was working at Hallmark. And then I said, well, fine, even if you can't be a speech therapist now um, without having a master's degree in speech, you know, maybe you know, she ended up getting a job as a home health aide. And even though she's not doing any, you know, speech pathology or audiology, she's still in a more related job um, than working at Hallmark. So it's like taking that middle step and saying, you know what, I'm going to position myself for in a couple years, or I'm going to position myself for the goal that I really want to see myself doing, even if it can't happen all at once. That's a really good point. Because I think a lot of people, like you said, are focusing on that long-term goal versus, you know, where they are right now. A lot right, of people well, they'll do. just say, oh, you know what, I can't, you know, I can't be, I had another client that told me I cannot, um, she wanted to be a grief counselor, and she was working in human resources, and she said, well, I can't be a grief counselor until I've um, finished my degree. 
And she ended up finding a job at hospice, which is like so much more related Absolutely. than um, her administrative job within a human resource department. So it's just finding like something, even if it doesn't seem you know, exactly on the path, but it's just a little bit more in that direction so that you can use that once you have the degree, then you have some experience and the degree. Absolutely. That makes perfect sense. And I think it's more, um, you know, it's actually like a possibility that you could do. And you're yeah. getting experience as you go along. And, for, and it's just, much better to realize that you're not interested in something, you know, after like a job rather than, you know, investing all the time and money of the education and the school and, you know, completely, you know, making this huge leap. I say, you know, let's just do a few baby steps first and see how it's feeling. You know, take that one intro class and get the little bit more related job well, rather than doing the whole big leap that can feel more, you know, that can feel scarier. That is that is a very good point because I actually had a girlfriend who wanted to become a nurse. And she went in and decided that she was going to volunteer in the hospital before she started her college semester there. And she was going to just be, just it's kind of like the, you said, the candy striper. She was just an active volunteer in the hospital. And she saw um, someone drawing blood once and almost fainted. <laughs> and she rethought that whole thing within 24 hours and said, you know, I decided that I really like to care for people, I like to work for people, but I really don't want to do that. And it took just one day, you know, volunteering there for her to realize, even though she really always, I mean, adamantly growing up, always wanted to be a nurse. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for that, just job shadowing one day or doing some volunteer work or, you know, before you quit your job that you have, um, you know, just take a day off and go go do an informational interview with, a, you know, the, the other, let's say, nursing or whatever it is um, to kind of, you know, test the waters before doing it or substitute teach before you go get that whole teaching degree. Uh, you know, right. I don't think a lot of people do that, though. I really don't think they all think to just go and try it before going head, you know, first into it. Yeah, no, it's a great it's a great step. And it really doesn't matter the career. Usually that process can work, like either job shadowing, um, networking, doing the um, the volunteer work. Usually if you go to um, like unitedway.com and you type in a certain topic area, um, you can find volunteer work that's very related to the different fields that you might be interested in. And it's so much better to, um, if you do end up going into that field, it's great. It's a great way to network. And if you, you know, if you end up, it's another way you can end up deciding, you know what, this isn't for me in a much more cost-effective way. <laughs> yes, I, I, you know. Then, if she had spent, um, like my my friend of mine, not a client, a good friend of mine, just went lived in San Diego and just went through eleven months of nursing school, and now she's mm-hmm. a nurse, which I thought was really fast. But she got her whole nursing, you know, the associates in nursing in a expedited school in San Diego in eleven months. But um, she was really working hard, um, took some time off work, and and did that for 11 months. So for her to have gone through that whole program and then realize she didn't like blood. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, that would be fun. She's actually now, I'm pretty sure she's... lesson. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure she's actually a counselor now, and she is working with people and children in almost like a hospital-like setting. I'm pretty sure that's what she's doing now. But she definitely is not drawing blood. Yeah, that's another thing with career transition. Sometimes you don't have to... Get to, you know, people think I have to do a totally new career, but sometimes it's just an adjustment, you know, maybe from the nursing to administrative nursing or from um, I worked with someone that was, she hated public speaking and she thought she had to leave her whole career. She was um, got her degree in industrial organizational psychology 
and was working for a company um, that wanted her to do a lot of, uh, you know, presenting data and giving talks and, and traveling and doing training. And she just hated it. And she said, I need a whole new career. But she ended up using all the education and experience that she had, and she actually transitioned into a job as a compensation analyst where she was still able to utilize all her experience and her education, but she didn't have to present data in front of she didn't have um, to do public big speaking. groups right. as much. Yeah. So it was just a real good, you know, she was just a born introvert, so the other job just wasn't a fit. And um, she was ready to go sell real estate, and it was like, you know, which is fine to make a complete change, but um, sometimes you can kind of look within a career just at a different job. That sure. feels like a good, that's you know, that's yeah. still a good transition for yourself. It's almost like going at a different angle. Yeah, yeah, like the counseling versus the nursing, but still yeah. staying within a field that you're overall. She was still working. Sort of she a, wanted to work with people, work with children. She wanted to take care of people. I mean, it was all fitting, just yeah, yeah, yeah. without her fainting. <laughs> without her <laughs> well, fainting. That's good. Well, Krista, um, I want to let you know how our show works. Um, we get. Um, we invite people who are, are ladies that listen to us to send us questions via Yahoo. And so I have a question for you. Okay. Um, the question is, do you have any advice for someone trying to earn, she's trying to earn her college degree and they've just PCS'd and she's trying to figure out out-of-state tuition costs versus in-state tuition costs and it can be very expensive. How, how, what would be your advice in, to figuring out that? Now let me just get it straight. She is, she's um, out of state. I think they're changing the laws right now, and I don't yes. want to speak about this because I'm not exactly sure which states are which. I just learned this from MOA, the uh, Military Officers Association, that they're changing where military spouses, and I know it's not in all states, like I know Vermont doesn't count, but I have not memorized which states are which, but they're starting this new law where you won't have to pay out of state? The out of state. Yeah. And I'm just not sure of all the details. I know some of my clients have done the distance learning online, but again, it's not, it wasn't a huge cost savings for them. Um, it just was more convenient because then when they moved again, they didn't have to start, you know, start fresh with the degree. Um, it's really specific from state to state, but my overall recommendation is to not give up, like to see what all your options are and to try to take classes, even if you can't afford to, you know, do the whole degree, to take some classes. And then if you know you're going to be somewhere else to make, you know, just to get the rules from the different colleges, because I know some colleges only let you transfer like nine credits. So not to take over the amount of credits that you'll be able to transfer into another school. Um, but she could also email me the, the specifics, and I could help her um, more um, in depth at Krista at MilitarySpouseCoach.com because I've had a lot of clients with this issue with schools, and you have to really research it before you just start taking classes so that you're not um, taking classes that won't count when you end up moving again. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, that's, exactly. what, that's what I'm looking into right now. And In fact, I plan on going back to college, and I'm waiting to see where we're going to be next year because I don't want to start a school that I know, you know, I'm not sure what will transfer yet to where we're going to end up. Yeah, and usually it's it's a pretty small amount of school. Like it's it's like usually like three or, you know, like yes. three courses, which is only nine credits. Yes, and I definitely don't want to, yeah, you definitely don't want to invest money into something that's not going to transfer. Right, right. And so I've had some, like I've had a couple people do, you know, like through University of Phoenix, and it's not for everyone, the online. Some people like to be sitting in class. I know I like to be 
sitting there in front of the professor and be able to raise my hand and ask questions. Yes, and, I do too. Um, but, you know, it's um, I wouldn't let, like, the moving and moving stop you from being on a certain career path. So, you know, just to do that research, and I know the laws are getting better in our favor. Um, it's just not every state is caught up. And there's even things that we can do to call in and, you know, encourage our legislative people to um, to pass those laws for certain. Yeah, because I think every state should have that. Yeah, yes. and I know that there's yeah. I know that there's a few that aren't, and there you know that there are some that are. There are I remember some, yeah. just learning about how you can contact your state representative to say, you know, this is a great law to pass, so that um, military spouses can can keep getting their education. Well, after they do that, then we need to work on the GI Bill being transferable. To those <laughs> we'll work on that. I know yeah, there's a lot, you know, there's right. a lot you got to. Um, and I think that there's now, um, I, I've heard this too, and I, I don't know the specifics yet, that there's a new um, human resource law where spouses will be a protective class, um, which is a step in the right direction, and I don't know if it's, you know, completely through or not yet. Um I'm not a lawyer, but if anybody knows, email me and let me know because I've heard that, you know, you hear these rumors, but I have heard that it's going to be uh, military spouses will be in that um, in that group mm-hmm. so there can't be as much discrimination within hiring. Yes, I, I've heard that too, but I've yet to see. <laughs> the, I've yet to see it in black and white. So. Yeah, so it's, you know, it's. I feel like we're moving there, but, it, you know, it takes time. But definitely... Um, the degree thing, you know, you want to do that research before um, before starting. All right. Well, I want to remind everyone um, that we're talking with Krista Wells. She's the military spouse coach, and she's the military spouse coach over at Military Spouse Magazine. You can check out her articles over there. And, Krista, if you'll hang on for just one sec, we're going to play a note from our sponsor, and we'll be right back, okay? Okay. All right, everyone, you're listening to Navy Wife Radio, and we'll be right back. This is ET1, Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck, and you're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. Okay, just a quick sponsor break. Thanks for hanging out with us, everyone. Um, well, Krista, I wanted to ask you, too, um, what are you working on now? I know you had mentioned to me that you're going to be doing um, some seminars online at your website, I think. Yes, this fall I would I teach courses here in Connecticut, um, career transition classes and you know different workshops and things. And I have two little ones, so I'm I've been asked to travel to do workshops, and I'm not doing too much of that right now. A little bit, but not too much. So I wanted to offer a free um, teleclass online where people could go and you know take one career assessment. Um, and just you know, start that process of getting a plan in place for moving into the next career. And um, if anybody's interested, they can just email me and you know put free teleclass in the heading of the email because I would like to be able to um, offer this to people that aren't located in in the Connecticut, New York area. That sounds like a great idea. Yes, I'm just learning the technology of offering yes. telecasts. So I said, let me do a free one and see how it goes. And if if everyone can call up and, like I said, I'm more of the in-class um, learner, so I don't know, 
you know, it's something totally new to me, but a lot of coaches are doing it. And I thought, well, let me let me try to stay with the times. And <laughs> well, not only stay with the times, but I mean, yeah. frankly, that's how yeah. we our lifestyle works. So you're going to yeah. have uh, there's a lot of women all over the U.S., and I'm sure that they would love to hear from you as much as women that live in Connecticut. So it would. I think it'll be fun. Um, I did it with a group of coaches last year, sort of a pilot, and it, and it was a lot of fun. So I'm going to try to offer it this fall. Um, if I get takers and be able to offer, it's pretty similar to the workshop that I do here in person, and um, try to try to move it all to over the phone, and um, by emailing, you know, different the the workshop packets and everything will be sent out by email, and uh, just join in. So hopefully, people that, like you said, aren't aren't located in in this area, um, can take advantage. Well, I and I think that you have. Um you offer us a really great opportunity, so we'll help you promote it on our site. And we'll put it out there and um, and see what kind of response we can help you get. I think it's a, a really great idea, and I wanted to ask you too. Like, let's say we have someone listening to us who um, who wants to know how does she get started if she's interested in getting a consult with you or, or you being her coach. What would be the first step? Um, well, I offer complimentary sessions. So what I would do, because I don't think coaching is for everyone as much as I love <laughs> being a coach, but what I like to do is um, find out where someone's at and then ideally where they want to be and then what are those steps that they need to take to get in place. Now, some people are real clear with their direction and just want a little bit of a nudge and they want you know, two or three sessions to say, I know this is what I want to do, but I want the support and accountability to get there. And then other people say, you know what, I know that I want to be working in a career that I'm a lot more passionate about, but I, I have no idea what it is at all, and I would like to sit down and take some career assessments and help me really to figure out what it is um, that's next for me. And sometimes that's enough just to say, okay, I'm going to take six or seven assessments, look at what the pattern is, have a few conversations um, to figure out what is um, ideally, a, you know, a better career. And then they're the ones that can take it from there and, and do their resume and go out and interview and do some of the things that we talked about earlier in the show um, to kind of play around with that. Very good. And we're, and for everyone listening to us, like live and in the archives, we're going to post on our site um, some more information about Krista. and we'll Yes, and all the ways to contact her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So that way um, you guys can just go, and today's date is the um, the 14th of August, so if you're listening in the archives, that, that's the date you want to search for, or you can search for Krista Wells on our site, and you'll be able to pull up all those cool links and um, information on how to get in touch with her. So, Well, thanks, Krista, for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for taking time out of your day. Oh no, I was I was I heard Marie's um comment this morning about her daughter starting kindergarten and I'm starting my daughter next week in school and I'm thinking, Oh, it's gonna be so nice to have a schedule. Yes. <laughs> I actually have yes, yes. No structure to my day and No, I have and, to say though that I'm still not in the schedule. I thought that it was just all gonna fall into place the first week of school and we're on the second week of school and I'm still going what happened to the whole school schedule thing, so yeah. I hope you're. I see clients outside of my home three days a week, and uh-huh. um, it's so much harder to leave my daughter when she's not at school because she's home all summer. And I'm like, "Bye, mommy's going to work." And during the school year, she's like, "I'm going to school, mommy's going to work," and it's so much easier. <laughs> um, but well, that, whole trans- that. that whole transition will, will be uh, a challenge, like you mentioned this morning. It is, yes. Um, okay, well, thanks so much for having me, and. Um, 
Yes, you're welcome back anytime. <laughs> Thanks. And, um, and we can always we had, use some advice. Yes, we had a lot of fun. Thanks, Krista. So, thank you, thank you. Bye. Okay. All right, we've been talking to Krista Wells, the military spouse coach. Um, her website is militaryspousecoach.com, and she um, you can reach her over there at militaryspouse.com, or you can reach her over at um, the Military Spouse Magazine. Right, Marie? Yes, that's right. Very cool. Don't mind me. I just keep disappearing. I'm, I really am wheezing. I think Wendy put me into like a pretty good asthma fit here. Are you all right? I, I'm fine, but I keep having to hit the mute button. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor, and when we get back, we're going to be talking about Army Wives. We're going to talk about our first um, press coverage that our show has gotten, so we're excited about that, and, um, and a lot more. So stay with us. You're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio. Well, it doesn't want to play, Marie, so we'll just continue on. I don't know what happened. Um, We were going to play another promo, but it didn't work, so if it comes up, we'll play it again. That's what happens when you're live. That's okay. We don't need promos. Promos, promos. We don't need them. Yeah. Um, So if if my computer got stuck, then I might have to restart it, but hopefully not. Well, I just noticed we were actually having a little bit of trouble with Blogs Radio again. We had an error on our page, and it all froze up. So I'm glad we weren't – I'm glad Krista got on – before we had an error. Oh, well, see, that must be what I'm getting is an error. Yes, well, there's oh, an error on the page right now, so we're having a little technical difficulties, yeah. but that's okay because we're done with that part of the the show, and it, it's just us, so we can wing it. And, well, I wanted to say our show is being sponsored by the Subreport, your um, daily source for summary news and events, so head on over to thesubreport.com. So that was our sponsor that I was going to play. Um, well, Marie, so did you watch? First, let's see, what do we talk about? Let's, let's talk about our event. October 6th. Yes, I want, yes, the event. I'm so excited about this. We, we, <laughs> well, we both are. That's going to be fun. Um, I'm going to restart my computer, so if I lose um, anybody. Oh, gosh. That's in the queue. I'm sorry. I apologize, but I've got to restart my system. Um, okay, so here's the update. Um, we, get, we In the past week, since we've met and talked about our fall event, we have decided on a name, right? Operation yes, Route. We're so excited about that. And we actually have a website up, operationdinnerout.com. So if you're listening to us, you can go there and it's active and it has information about um, the date and the time, which is October 6th at 4 p.m. We're going to be in Jacksonville, Florida. It's a Saturday. We're going to have. Um, uh, we're going to have dinner, and we're going to meet Sarah Smiley, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We're in the process of securing some sponsors for you guys. And um, let's see. Uh, and the registration just went up today. Yes, you can now register for the event. And we, we there is a limit to the event. We cannot have, you know, more than, what, 250 people? Um, yeah, that we're, actually, we're maxing out at, we're going to max out at, like, probably 225. 225. Yeah. Because there's always people that don't show up, you know, like like that's that, like true that, too. That ten or so people that that have reservations. That well, it's always the last minute thing. It's always the baby gets sick, you know, something else comes up, and we understand that. So yeah, so we are going to um, we're going to make sure that um, we have all of our reservations updated. So if you if for some reason we we sell out, we're going to have a wait list for people. 
But, um, of course, we want to tell you, you need to sign up before the end of the month because we're doing early bird registration. Yes. And um, it's $15 for the event if you register by the 31st of August. If you wait till September 1st, then it's going to go up $5 to 20 bucks, $20 per person. So save yourself some money. Register early. We've already had registrations, Marie. I didn't even tell you that. And so that's what's happening over there. You can go. We're so excited. This whole thing started out with, you know, us finding out Sarah Smiley was going to be near where Marie lives. And we yes. we, we were sort of stalking her and said, hey, you're going to be in town. What if we, you know, what if we ha- what if we meet and have like you know a glass of wine or something? And then it evolved into dinner. And um, and then we had people calling us saying that they wanted to come. They heard us talking about it on the show. Yeah. And other girls are calling and saying, well, we want to go. And we were getting emails and IMs, and we thought, well, why not have a party? <laughs> exactly. So we are gonna we are going to um, set something up so we can meet all of you, and we're so excited about it. So you can actually go to Operation Dinner Out and um, learn all about the event. And our sponsors will have a space there that you can visit them because we need to support our sponsors. And we've already had um, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and we've already had um, – actually, you know, we should be um, adopting a, a charity, Marie. We haven't really talked about this, but we need to adopt And we have a few listed on our site at submarinewife.com, too. Well, I had someone contact me from Soldiers Angels, and and so they're going to don- – they are actually going to donate – um, something for for um, the wives in attendance, if you can imagine that. But, you know, we do need to adopt a charity, so maybe since they are donating things, we could adopt them. That would be kind of a, a nice thing to do. So, yeah, for every person that attends, they're going to actually get something from them. That's awesome. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. I mean, because Soldiers Angels, I mean, that's we should be – and I say Soldiers Angels, but um, what I've learned through this whole process is it's not just soldiers, it's sailors, sailors. Well, we've learned, you know, the whole soldier thing is really uh, just a generic term for all of the above. Exactly. So um, so don't think that it is just soldiers, because it really isn't. They will send a package to anyone. They can, they'll, you can go to their website and sign up any... Um, any person at all that's a military service member, it doesn't matter. They can be in co- they can be in the Coast Guard. They can be um, anything, Marine Corps, Army, anything like that. So, um, so that is who we have right now helping us over with the event, and we have a couple more I think, and where we'll be posting those logos and those links. So yeah, Marie, that's what's going on with the Operation Dinner Out. Yes, it is going to be a lot of fun. And frankly, we really um, we don't mind if um, if we don't max out because we're just going to go ahead and have our party. Well, you know, like we said before, we told Sarah, um, oh, I know who else is going to be there. Um, well, we said before, if no one shows up, it's just us. We'll just grab our mini um, champagne bottles and play Truth or Lie on the beach. Now, if people... Yes, and for those of you who don't know, um, the world market sells many champagne bottles. And if you've never, if you haven't, if you've read Sarah's book, you know what we're talking about when we say truth or lie. And if you haven't, and you plan on coming, you need to read Sarah Smiley's book, uh, "Going Overboard: The Misadventures of a Military." Is it military spouse? Uh, yes. 
yes, Misadventures of a Military Spouse, Going Overboard, and Sarah Smiley's on the cover. And um, if you haven't read her book and then you would love to come to our um, little shindig that we're having here, you have to read it. Yes. It's, it's just kind of a, we should make that a prerequisite. And it's a deployment book, and she wrote it when she, you know, when she wasn't a been there, done there kind of, you know, military spouse, she's evolved a little bit because it is a little bit. She's had some criticism, but that's the charm of the book. It is a great there. book. It is a yeah. good read. It is an easy read. It is so much fun. You'll just, you'll laugh. You'll, you'll relate. It's funny. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, I was going to tell you who else is coming. So after we've been talking about this event, um, the military spouse magazine um, editor and founder, Babette Maxwell, she'll actually be here next week. She um, sent me an email, and she said, hey, I think I want to come to that. Can I come? <laughs> so um, so we're so excited to have her. So we have a couple of celebrities in the milk spouse world. Because, yes. You know, and if, if you're a military spouse and you haven't heard you know, of Babette or you know, Sarah Smiley, you need to look them up. And go to their websites, and we have their links on our website, and we'll have that information up, you know, since she'll be on the show. So if you don't know anything about them, you need to go and read because you're going to enjoy getting to know those two people, even if you can't come to the event. Yes. Make sure that you go and, and check out, yeah, and, our, and Babette will be here next Tuesday. So yeah, that's what I was excited? just saying. Yeah, yeah we'll have yeah. her information up on our website when she, since she's going to be here on the show. So I, it's shaping up quite well. So, um so, yeah, so if you guys have any ideas for the event or anything special that you want, you know, anything cool that you've ever done at a ladies' night out or anything special like that, um, we're taking all of your ideas right now at this point because we're in the process of planning. And, um, and we have secure credit card processing through Reg Online. I wanted to tell everybody so it's easy and simple. Um, so, yeah, so, okay, so having said all that, I had a nice promo to play, but my computer, excuse me, Blog Talk Radio is not allowing me to access their control panel right now. So um, if that's I, if okay. up by the end of the show, I'll play it. But um, So, Marie, Army Wives. Do you want to go there now? We're going to go there now for about five minutes. Uh, is it going to be one of those things, like when the five minutes, we need to look at one of those little timers. You know how they've done that on some of the shows? We need where they give you a timer and they say, we're okay. Not, we're currently we, taking applications for a volunteer <laughs> producer. Well, no, we need the little buzzer that says we get a minute 50 each to tell our, you know, our points of views about a hot topic, and then we just go on, no matter what the, you know, where we're at is a minute 50. Yeah, okay. I like that. <laughs> well, I've seen that done. It works very well. But, um, well, Army Vice, so Wendy and I both have the love-hate relationship with the show Army Vice. Now, we absolutely love um, some of the actors and actresses on this show, especially Roxy, who is Sally Pressman, who plays Roxy. She's been on the show um, a few weeks ago, and we absolutely love her. I still love her character. I love everything she does. I think she's a believable actress, and I just find her completely charming and amazing. Yeah, and we want to adopt her. Yeah, we want to take her in. And in fact, if we can get her to come to um, our October event, that would be awesome. We need to get Roxy to come. You know, Sally Pressman. So um, my thing with the, the show is I enjoy the show. I think it is, um, since I'm not a soap opera person, this has become my soap opera. I think it is, it's funny. She says that because she's insinuating I'm a soap opera person. Well, I've because someone Young watches the Young and the Restless and actually I, records things and stuff like that. I've never, ever had a, quote, soap opera. So I think this is like the biggest soap opera to me because I'm just like, you know, some of these things are a little far-fetched, and, but it's entertaining. You know, I take it as entertainment. And I don't take any of their um, 
misinterpretations, errors on the military life to heart. I just kind of let it go because it's just, you know, I look at it as just entertainment. But I have to say that when they're trying <laughs> to relate to military life, they wait, do bring... Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to stop you for a second. What's that? Um, I think we have a call. I'm kind of afraid because I don't know that it's... I got back into my oh, control panel. So I'm not sure. Just give us your first name if you're calling. We just want to get your... Um, Hi, this is Babette. Hi, Hi, how are you? Did you hear us talking about you? Were your ears ringing? No, they weren't, and I'm so bummed that I missed the, the 9 o'clock part. I, uh, I, was, I was busy doing some work, and I looked at the clock, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I missed it. <laughs> so I quick got the link and um, dialed in. I knew it said, I've only got a few minutes, but hi, everyone. Hello. Well, did, you hear, did you know we were just talking about you, though? No, you were. What were you saying? Oh, my gosh, you really didn't know, and you just no, called. No, I swear to God I didn't know. It must have, you must have been sending me some sort of waves because I was... Subliminal messaging. We're really good at on. that. That's how we've gotten all of our listeners so far, subliminal messages. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know it yet, but we really have been sending out subliminal messages. That's what Wendy plays all these little promos. <laughs> they just don't know it. Wow, that's handy. But, but yeah, yes. we were talking about how, you know... Our event, we're so excited. We finally are taking reservations. Today's our first day, and we we told everyone. We said, you know, this is going to be great, even if it's just Marie and I and Sarah Smiley. And I said, you know, it, we'll just sit on the beach and play Truth or Lie. And well, I was fixing to say, y'all promised, like, margaritas or wine or something. So yeah. it, it, we'll make up. Yeah, don't worry about that. I, I was telling everybody. I'm like, and then I got an email from Babette, and I said, those of you don't know who Babette is. So I went into the whole thing and the whole thing. Yes. And, um, and, so that, and then my computer froze up. So we were, like, talking and talking, and I couldn't see my computer, so I had to restart. And then I look up, and I'm, I'm, I see area code 757, and I, that's why I stopped Marie. I said, hey. I don't know when this person called. I'm thinking, oh, they haven't been there for a while. So No, I've been there, like, seriously, like 15 seconds. I heard young and restless, soap opera, something, something, <laughs> and then stop. So I didn't oh, miss anything. Cool. Well, I can't get over that because she really did. She just said who, ba-, you know, and I said, now, if, you don't, if you're not familiar with Babette or you're not familiar with Sarah Smiley, make sure you go look up their information. We'll have Babette's information on our website because she'll be on our show in a couple weeks. And, or, you know. Yeah, and, and I, I, then you call. That's pretty amazing. That is wild. You must have been sending me messages because it, it totally slipped off my radar, and then, boom, it just popped right up, and I thought, <gasps> and then I looked at the clock, and I thought, well, maybe I can catch them before they hang up. So that's completely Oh, we're here. We're, we're here. You just missed Krista. You just missed her. She was such a, She was so awesome. She's so wonderful. She really is, and we're so lucky. She's one of our contributing writers, and we're so lucky to have her. She absolutely... Um, provides the most amazing balance in your life. I mean, I, I read her articles, and I almost instantly feel this overwhelming sense of calm and organization and peace, and she's just so um, very inspirational in the most subtle and positive of ways. I mean, she really is. That's a very good way to sum her up. She is just absolutely one of the most kind-hearted, good people in the world. So we're very lucky to have her. So, so what was the soap opera? What did I miss about the young and the restless? Now, see, well, we were just about talking about Army Wives. Now, do you uh, watch Army Wives? Uh, see? See, Marie? See? Now, wait a second. I was saying how I am not a soap opera person. I've never had a soap opera. I have had girlfriends tell me about a soap opera. I've had their husbands, <coughs> Wendy, <laughs> mention soap operas and, you know, things like this. 
We won't oh, name yes, names. I watched The Young and the Restless. I confess. So that's where that's. And I was talking. saying that this has become my little soap opera because it is so it is so far off that it has to be considered a soap opera. You know, um, I have very few favorite shows. Um, I I am seriously deep down. I am a sci-fi fan, and I am a huge Star Trekky. <laughs> and like, you'd never guess that about me. Most people wouldn't. But I'm I'm a hard science kind of person, and I love shows like Heroes and 24, and those are by far my favorite shows on TV. And I cannot wait for the Bionic Woman. I got to tell you. Oh yeah, I saw the preview just the other night. But for me, I'm I'm not a lifetime watcher, so it's hard for me to kind of switch genres. And well, I've never been a lifetime watcher. I have to say. And I'm a big Catherine Bell fan too. I really love yes. her. Yes. Now, see, I loved her on Jag. Right. I used to watch Jag, and but and I I really like the role she's playing now. Um, I think she is growing into the role. I know Wendy didn't like her in that role at all in the beginning. And <laughs> it's that typecasting. We're used to it. Is the it's hard. The Mac yes, of, yes, yes. That crap out of her son, and it's hard for us to separate Catherine Bell from the the role that she's playing. But from absolutely, energy, she's really. Um, the character is developing a lot more uh, than I think we had originally anticipated Yes, what we saw in the first few episodes. Um, and how I, could you not watch the show with Sally Pressman, who plays Roxy? You know, and she... She touches my attention like all by herself. Character. She really is the surprise character for me. Um, and I, I'm, you know, so for me, I'm not a lifetime watcher. It, it's just not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, but I and I think that the show surprisingly it's really polarized people. Yes. And I think that there's there's no there's no lukewarm. It's either hot or cold, and people either really just absolutely adore the show and can't stand a Sunday without it and TiVo it and watch it over and over again. Okay. Well, I wouldn't even say I go that far. But <laughs> I like it because of the heat. Because you know what? I hate to say it, but I think we laugh at. You know, to me, I laugh at the things that they get wrong more than I get angry. We're not quote, you know, we're not quote army wives. No, and you know, but the the things that I, the one thing I do like about the show, it has given me lots of material to write about because they bring up all kinds of topics, you know, and things like that. Like I just wrote a post over on Submarine Wives, uh, and the title is "Oh No, She Didn't." When when Roxy went up to her um, husband's command senior to tell her that. You know, and it's so funny because people would say, oh, nobody ever does that. But there are so many wives that do that kind of stuff. Well, it's the little nuances that I just find like, oh, and I just want to slap my hand on my forehead. when I, I do that all the time watching the show, but it's fun. On, I, we're going to put the post on high alert. Like, A, you have that authority, and B, we call it that. <laughs> I mean, we'll just gloss over the whole threat con thing. You know, so, and the, high alert. What is this, the L.A. Now, airport? Exactly. <laughs> now, see? Now, that's where I find the humor. I sit there, and I do. I saw the palm of my I, – I seriously do. I hit the palm of my head on my forehead, and my husband just looks at me and goes, what are you doing? He goes, why are you still watching it? I'm like, because you just wonder what they're going to say about something next. I mean, it's it's addicting. So um, I have it's to like say, a train wreck. You just, it is. You just you just want to watch, and it's so funny. So I have gotten a lot of humor out of it. In fact, I get I laugh more at that show than I've gotten emotionally involved in the show. Like so many other people get so emotionally tied to these shows. But um, I, well, I think it's that's funny. because it's the first show that's really about us, and I think that everyone had different expectations when you know all the press came out. That yes, was happening. And I think, too, that, you know, the show is Army Wives, and there are a lot 
of elements that are exclusive to the Army that maybe the Navy spouses aren't going to find familiar. And I think we all kind of went into it with our own level of expectations. But the thing to remember about this show is it's not epic. It's not yes. meant to be exactly. um, yeah. a day-to-day story no. of what it's like. It's meant to be an entertainment program. It's kind of like Grey's Anatomy. I mean, the guy exactly. who developed this show is the same one from Grey's Anatomy. And I would bet, I would just hazard a guess, that if you went out there and pulled, say, oh, 50 or 60 brain surgeons and ask them to compare their life to McDreamy, I think the only thing you would find similar is that they wear scrubs and work in a hospital. Now, I have to say that they did that on one of the morning shows, and they actually asked some of the – they tried to find the real McDreamy. And it was – I wish I could name what morning show did it, but maybe some of you out there actually saw it and can write us later and let us know. But it was the – funniest thing I've ever seen. And they did. They found some real McDreamies. Of course, their, their life did, you know. Well, I'll bet you yeah. when, they things, when they say things about um, uh, McDreamy's character or the heart surgeon, uh, what's his name? Burke. 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 And yeah. the, the show or someone on the show will say, oh, he's <clears throat> the, the foremost leading heart surgeon in the world. I'll uh-huh. bet you that the heart surgeon out there who really is the four leading, you know, the head, the heart surgeon. He's probably very offended. He's probably snickering going, yeah, right, I'm 20 years older than that guy. Yeah. You know, so he's probably snickering about how, you know, they use nuances and refer to scalpels and instruments, you know. Oh, yeah. To him are just a complete joke. But to us, make good entertainment because it makes the show more real. Well, we want, uh, well, yeah, people want to go become doctors now because, you know, great. Sure, it's like Top Gun made people want to be pilots. Exactly. And have you ever actually watched that show with an F-14 pilot? Because I have, and it's painful. Absolutely. That's why I say if you ever want to watch any military movie don't do it with anyone in the military because our husbands ruin every oh, yeah. submarine movie there's ever been made <laughs> like, like crimson tide we don't have that radar in the jet who's trying to land the jet from the back there's no stick in the back <laughs> you know and watching it frame by frame what did he just do there's no way he could have launched off the carrier by doing that you know and just oh, <sighs> us. you know maybe we should just start watching movies uh, you know i hate to say it but husbands just yeah we yeah we, we can't enjoy it But I think that what's different about this one and the reason why so many spouses feel so strongly about it is that it really is the first show for us. About us. About us, right. And 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 I think that that's what makes it different. And I agree. And they do, like I said, they bring up a lot of important topics. It's just the way that they deal with the topics that are completely off. So they're also trying to cram all these women's lives into an hour episode a week. Exactly. Well, I was so windy that it gives us the opportunity. Well, why don't we use this, you know, as an opportunity to take those topics and put our own point of view on it and see what it really is and bring it to the surface as a topic to talk about and discuss. So um, that's what I think we're going to start doing. Uh, I mean, as initially, as... my reaction was kind of like, eh, my real-life military spouse life has enough drama. I don't need a drama <laughs> to watch now. But, you know, again, I think that if you're, you're looking for entertainment, why the heck not? I mean, it's summer, you know, not a whole lot on TV right now. and No, that's about all that I watch, I think, right now. For the civilian you know, American community at large, I think it's good entertainment, and it's a little bit of insight into what our life is like. And granted, it's a, you know, maybe sort of on steroids a little bit, but um, the point is that... Steroids, and they have a blast, yeah. time ever, we have a show dedicated to at least some portion <clears throat> of our community, 
and that means that means a lot, you know, and I don't care whether you like the show or not, and everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but the fact that there is one and it's been picked up for a second season, I mean, that just, that speaks volumes to me. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm, like I said, I'm not a lifetime watcher, but I am a 24 watcher, and a, I still watch, you know, old episodes of Star Trek. And <laughs> Yeah, we watch 24 here, too. Um, well, Babette, can you stick with us for just a minute? Our sure. live feed is going to drop off here in just a, sure. about 30 seconds. So we'll go into the into the after the show in just a moment. But I wanted to say thank you to everyone who's listening to us live. And I want to say thank you to Krista Wells, the yes, military thank spouse. thank you, Krista. Host. Yes, Krista, she was great. You can find her over at her website, militaryspousecoach.com. We'll post some more information on her on our site and um thanks to everyone will that's listening to us live you can catch the rest of our show in the archives okay we're after the show and you can kick your shoes off that bet <laughs> now it's time for that bottle of wine <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry i miss krista oh no oh. that's okay she's well, well i'm sure she'll be on again i'm hoping she will She's so much fun. I really enjoy her a lot, and she's she's really such a positive positive person. So I'm really glad that you guys had her on. So what a I, I'm sorry I missed it. I'll go back and listen to the archives in a bit. But it was completely by accident. I just I I really wanted to come in earlier, but I just forgot about it, and I got working on some other stuff, and it got off my radar. So that's okay. Sometimes Wendy forgets that we have a show too. <laughs> Oh, okay. I forgot one time. I, and it was a rescheduled show. You almost forgot time. tonight. No, not really. Not really, really, but like within 10 minutes of almost forgetting. So, I mean. Uh, that's awesome. That's okay. I'm keeping tally marks for when I forget that she can't scream at me. <laughs> well, had it not been for your reminder, I would have completely forgotten. Yes, so. we, we're trying. You know, Wendy, I'm, reading, I'm looking at the Navy Times, and I was flipping through it earlier, and did you see now the incentives to stay blue, as they put it? Did you read the last one then? No, what did that say? Um, um, I saw it, but I don't remember the numbers, but it's, it's actually a really good... It's a good article. It really is. But they're just talking about the different ways, because, I mean, the problem right now is, you know, retention. And they want to keep the good sailors that they have. They don't want them burnt out. They don't, you know, they want to please them because, you know, they have to stay competitive with the civilian, private, you know, employers. Sure. So they're just talking about, uh, of course, uh, more bonuses. They're going to, you know, start including other rates into bonuses. Um, sea duty incentive pay. They want to do um, smoothing out advancements. They're, they're talking about that. These are the topics. Um, and then they have the ones that are titled Radical New Perks, which, um they have uh, one that I really thought was neat, and which is the geographic stability. Did you remember that one, Wendy? No, I don't remember that one. It's called the idea of homesteading. And it's, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, okay. this is the coolest idea. It's really short. Let's read it. It's a spending as much time in one geographic region during a career. So um, what would happen is, like, maybe you could pick a geographic location, like the southeast, mm-hmm. and they would rotate you or try to keep you in that bubble so that you could have stability. Maybe you wanted to be, you know, near family because they were in the southeast, you know, or is it southwest, whatever, northwest, you know, northeast. And I just thought that was kind of cool. It really is. That's interesting. So these are just all little ideas that they have right now. Nothing, of course, has been, you know, set in stone. Um, what was another one? And your your edition is dated what? 13? This was the 13th of August. 13th August. Okay. So people that I was reading. Another one they were talking about is starting to use um, 
telecommuting and flex hours, which I mean, I just think is uh, well, my and my husband just laughed hysterically when he <laughs> when I told him that one. But um, I, I'm was, beginning to laugh now. Yeah, I know they want to start incorporating maybe modern life. You know, the modern amenities that we have. I guess if you're email. on shore duty, that might work. Well, they said sh- yes. Of course, it's not going to be. When, you know, we can't. They can't stay home from sea duty and email the sub. How do you get? You know, but they. I think they. They said. Um, Let's see. Sailors in certain jobs, the option to telecommute if their job is permitted. And they said, obviously, not everyone, every job in the Navy is a candidate for this. But um, they did say maybe things like on shore duty, like if you're an instructor duty or maybe you're just, you know. Um, well, if you're, you're a detailer, you can write orders from home. They said, but if you are a... <laughs> or approve them from home. Oh, How that? <laughs> Approved. Yeah. <laughs> Denied. Hey, yeah. It's online here. It says, Navy plans perks to keep valued sailors. Yes. And so, they, oh, here it goes. It says, if you're a speechwriter or on staff duty, there are many times where that the work could just as easily be done from home and emailed in. So these are just ideas. And I, I, I'm just amazed and flattered that they're even... Looking at this. Yeah, I mean, thinking, they call them the radical new perks, which I think is pretty funny. But it goes on just to, you know, to talk about the different ideas and what they're going to do to keep the good sailors in. Of course, um, I didn't even tell you, Wendy. So um, Nick was asked, um, he had to do a survey, and they were talking about the Navy's performance. And he had to write, you know. He honest? He was told to be honest. And that man sat on the couch for over an hour typing, like, just... I mean, pushing those keys so hard, and I don't know how much. How many? I said, how many characters do they allow? And he says, he says there wasn't a limit, so he just kept on writing, and he read me this whole thing. And I said, wow. I said, I hope you become somebody important someday because that sounds pretty darn good. So, uh, but yeah, sure enough, flexible work hours that could come in handy for many working couples trying to manage a life and children. Mm-hmm. I'll be dad gum. Well, they're also talking about. Um, Maybe allowing a program where sailors could leave the Navy for up to two years. Maybe it's to care for newborn children. Maybe you're a single parent. Um, you know, especially for the enlisted women. Lord have women. mercy, they're corporatizing the military. So, yeah, well, they're trying to be competitive because let's face it. I mean, the Navy is becoming a career. I mean, you have to have school and you have to have an education. Um, you just can't come into the military anymore. You know, without planning on going to school. So uh, it's the same well, if as you any other. Get promoted, yeah. If you want to get promoted, you've got you got to. You've got to stay educated. <clears throat> Absolutely. Otherwise, you're, so, just not, um, you're not competitive. So, yeah. So, I mean, here here they are. They have to compete with those, you know, private companies. Hey, did you all see that study that came out by JAMA? No. No. Um, by who? JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association. Oh, okay. No. Oh, it's not going to say that we're all confused and lost. Or... Well, this is where... <laughs> I really just sort of, I got pissed, raging pissed. And Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we don't have a beep. <laughs> oh, that's our, she's fine. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Cover your ears, Wendy. On August 1st, no. uh, they came out with a report entitled Child Maltreatment and Enlister- Enlisted Soldiers' Families During Combat-Related Deployment. Oh, you know what? I uh, did see that. Well, but do you know what really just completely, absolutely makes me irate? is that what they don't tell you and what most of the, you know, civilian media pieces failed to mention initially, if not completely entirely, is a paramount fact that strips the story of the top-fold status it was given, which was that according to the actual JAMA study, which I have a copy of the actual 50 bazillion page study in Uh my hot little hand, 
is that among the families of the enlisted soldiers in the U.S. Army that were actually followed, the 1,771 families, all of them had substantiated reports of child maltreatment before the study was conducted. The rates of maltreatment were greater when the soldiers were on combat-related deployments of families who were predisposed to maltreat. These are not new families that were brought to the table as maltreatment by the pressures of deployment. These are families who had already had, already had, had the issue, had substantiated reports. And all it says is that in families who have issues with child maltreatment, <clears throat> they're 42% likely to repeat the offense. Well, duh. Yeah, that's crazy. But every one of the news media, with the exception of one, made it sound like 42% or female military spouses are 42% more likely to neglect their children when faced with deployment. And that's just BS. That's not good. Now, see, what I was hearing, too, now, I had heard different things, and you know how things just get warped and turned around. I was just hearing that, um, what was it, that deployed, any just deployments, um, of course, bring on more child abuse into the home and neglect. And I almost wanted to say, well, duh, it's providing the stressful, you know, environment and anyone that is going to abuse their child is going to be more likely to do so at that time. Right. So if you're going, I don't think it creates people, you know, that are going to do that. I think that it encourages something that's already there. Right. I mean, it would be equivalent to saying, um, okay, let's take these, you know, 1,771 convicted rapists over here, put them in a room with a bunch of naked women and turn out the lights, and you're going to tell me that, you know. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying that there's a predisposition. There is a that's not exactly, and that's what I had heard. That you know, but they made it sound like too that it's the deployments that is bringing this out in in just normal everyday, right? You know, sailors and so fascinating when the media does that. I read an article about a, I don't know a week or two ago about the the reservist who was suing. The, I think it was the army because he doesn't want to go back to Iraq because he's been deployed five times. But when they showed his record of deployment. He's he his total five times that he's quoting as deployment time equal like less than nine months. Are you like serious? One, one was for two weeks. One was for three days. But of course, the news I mean, was media. Absolutely, and all the yeah. headline is sailor refuses to play for the fifth time, and or you know, soldier is now suing the United States. Oh, government. for Pete's sake! Yeah. Now, what did you say was in the Navy Times, Wendy, in the back of the oh. newest one? Back in the newest one, um, they picked up one of my pieces that I wrote. Did they really? Yeah, they did. Did you know this? Well, I knew. It's kind of like they tell you it's coming, but you never really know when. And um, and so this issue has the chief's list in it, so it's kind of a cool issue to be in. So it's a little piece I wrote on denial. Yeah, we all know about that. Oh, that's so, my subject. Is it online or is it just in the hard copy? Um, it should be. It'll eventually Make it online. What's the um, article called? It's called, um, well, I called it um, the Big D, but they changed it. The editor changed it a little bit. Um, hold on, let me let me grab it and I'll tell you what it's called. But uh, would it be in the let's see, news, <laughs> benefits, money, career, community? It's usually in the com- community because it comes out printed in the the back page of the Times. Mm-hmm. It's called um, New Terrain for Sailors comma, spouses, is the headline in the paper. I liked yours better. So, yeah, I know. They changed, you know, they changed the last one, too, which I liked better. 
Yeah, they changed it, and then they put a lot of stuff in here. But I like, didn't really. Do you write regularly? Write for the Times? Um, I don't. I wouldn't say regularly. They just you should write for us. Ooh, I would love to. <laughs> um, I just do freelance stuff, and sometimes they pick it up, and sometimes they don't. You know, and um, mine was called the Big D, and then I put no. I don't mean to. Um, divorce, everybody breathes, you know. So that or deployment. <laughs> or deployment, you know. So it's about it's about denial. My husband, you know, he's getting ready to go to Afghanistan on an IA, and so it's just a lot My different. husband just got back from an IA. Really? Yeah. Wow, we'll have to talk about more about Not that. Not just, one. it was June, but, that's just That's still just. That's, yeah. It just goes by fast. I mean, not the actual time, but, you know. That they're home. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's like one of the letters I wrote uh, in one of the editor's columns was, you know, why is it that their at-home periods seem to fly by and yet a deployment seems to drag on? And it, why is it times just not consistent? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I have to say, though, the Wendy, I feel bad because, you know what, I don't think you had as big of a problem with denial until you met me. <laughs> Great. <laughs> because if you remember, like, Wendy was always the Aren't one. Aren't supposed to make you, like, be a better person? You know, that's, that's what you, you know, we're no. supposed to bring out the best in each other. But yeah, I have exactly. to say that um, I had the biggest issues with denial. I still do. And Wendy used to say, oh, come on, Marie, you know, you know she tried to you know, change it, pick it up or whatever. Um, I would call her after, like, you know, oh, I called her one morning, and there was a helicopter, you know, going over the house. And I said, Wendy, and this is when our husbands were on the same boat. And I said, Wendy, the, the helicopter, they actually left. And Wendy's like, well, duh, you know. <laughs> and she's, she's like, Marie, you've known about this day for how long, how many months? And I'm like, but I didn't think they'd actually go. And she's like, what part of this don't you get? And I said, I'm really not sure. But I just was in complete denial. And I've always been that way. I mean, until he's gone, gone, I just don't believe he's gone. <laughs> just have some issues. I don't, I don't know. I probably need to go see a, a, someone other than a military spouse. Coach. Well, see, that's, why, that's probably why they picked that article, because I think a lot of people... Oh, I think that's the most suffer. common. I can't use the word suffer from that. It's like... I'd like to hear what Krista has to say about well, that. Well, it's one of our issues. I think that we all suffer from denial. Yeah, I don't know what, what's another issue that we all suffer from <laughs> besides um, denial. Oh wow! Loneliness, <laughs> sleeplessness. Yeah, that's you know. Somebody asked. I, I swear to God, if there's one question I get asked more than any other, it's what is it about military spouses? What is it that you know fill in the blank that makes you all this way or that makes you different or whatever? And <clears throat> normally it quite honestly winds up with some long, elaborate explanation with me sweating and another person just shaking their head. But <laughs> I think that in one of those conversations, it, it became fairly succinct and it, it came down to one fairly salient point, and that was that even though we're all strangers, we're not unfamiliar to each other. Absolutely. Even, even though we don't know each other you know, physically, we haven't, like, every one of us has not met all the rest of us. We're not strangers to each other. And I think that that's what's different about us. I mean, it, it, it says everything. It's like, why do we know, <clears throat> why do we empathize so easily with one another? Because we're not strangers. I don't know. We know. Yeah. I don't know yeah. everybody on my street, but they are so familiar to me. It's kind of an unspoken, you know, kind of code. And, and that's something that, 
you know, even in that wonderful show, Army Wives, is brought up constantly. You know, you don't you don't ever start at ground zero when you're forming new relationships. You, no, you automatically start at like five years in. Yes, because you all have the common experiences that you kind of just pick up right away. You don't have to get to know each other from ground zero like you would if you just met a, you know, two civilians met on the street. Because, you know, you you can have a five-minute conversation where you exchange duty stations and a litany of experiences. Oh, my husband's deployed here. Oh, he's gone there. We, he was on the hike or he was on the, the Roosevelt or he was, you know, we were stationed here, here, here. And in five minutes, you know what that spouse has experienced in the last ten years. And you're caught up. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, oh, Wendy and I have mentioned that numerous times about just being away, also being away from a base and what it's like, you know, just that feeling you know, I know when I go back home to St. Louis, Missouri, it is just a different feeling. I, and you would think it would be, you would feel better going home. But because they're really, I mean, we have Scott over there, Scott Air Force Base in Illinois, but we're not near that. Right. So when we're there, there are no military. You don't see uniform. You don't, you, there is no camaraderie. And when we're home and with our family, I hate to say it, but when you walk into stores, it just, it feels strange it doesn't feel normal and then when you come back home and you're around that base again even when you're not on base it's just this it's a calming feeling in fact every time um, I'd be home and maybe I was on a long visit um, and uh, something happened to one of the kids and I had to go to the base I don't know it just feels good I mean sometimes you just want to get away from it when you're all around it all the time and then when you're away like that and you just go back it's the same thing it's like it's even though you don't know that base it's it's not a stranger to you. No, you and go I, on and everybody nods and they yeah, all understand. You see those women alone with their kids. None of them are strangers to you. Even though you don't know them, you you know of them. And you maybe haven't met every single person that you see, but none of them are strangers to you. Well, it's so funny. I met a, a new girl just the other day um, at the office. And um, we don't talk about, you know, um, in our office, we don't talk about um, uh, your husband's rate, ranks, all that stuff. It's just kept to minimum, and we just really don't discuss that in the office. But it's so funny because you can't get around it. You know, I asked a girl, you know, I just asked her, um, she was new to the area, and I asked her where she lived. And just by her duty station, I knew what her husband did, mm-hmm. you know, when, <laughs> how many years they'd been in. Yeah. <laughs> I knew, I mean, with just, I mean, literally two sentences I I could tell her what her husband did, how long they'd been in, and um, just I knew exactly what had been going on in their life. Right. But just asking two questions. And it's that way, and you just don't. Nobody else can do that. No, a civilian couldn't ask another civilian. Oh, so you 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 lived in Virginia, really? And they wouldn't know anything because of that. Right. So for us, it means so much more. I mean, for us, we start clicking. When we hear a city, we know the schools that are there. We know, we do. We know the schools. We know the bases. We know if it's a fast boat, if it's a, you know, if it's a trident, if it, there's, you know, surface ships there. And, you know, it just all starts clicking. Right. So that's what we hear when we hear things, and, you know, other people don't. So it's just neat to be inside that circle. It is. Well, I'm really looking forward to next week. Well, we are too. Thank you for calling in just now. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm sorry I missed. I would have been there earlier if I had, if it hadn't gotten below my, uh, my screen line, and if I hadn't gotten buried and some stuff. But, um, I, um, uh, I'm really excited. It'll be a lot of fun. So, um, well, yeah. Well, thanks for calling in for sure. the people listening. I just want to remind everyone: this is Beth Bent from Military Spouse Magazine, <laughs> and you can hear, you'll hear more from her next week because she's our guest next week. Yay. So, yep, everyone put on your calendar and um 
And, yes, yeah, so, Babette, we'll talk to you more next week. Hopefully we'll Alrighty. talk to you before next week. I know, really. Well, you guys yeah. have a good evening. And you too. Well, I will talk to you. If I don't talk to you soon, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for that. All, All right, right. Good night. Thank you. Good night. All right. We've been, that was Babette from Military Spouse Magazine. How cool is that? And see, that wasn't scary. You answered the phone and everything like a big girl, and there was nothing scary on the other side. I was very afraid. I know you were. You could because <laughs> I didn't know. Who I'm was. I'm impressed that you even answered it. I know because normally I I'll see a call. Sometimes I don't answer because I don't I I get caught up and I forget or whatever. I know that's horrible to say, but okay. So the good news is that um I have our um our promo for our event ready to go. We'll see if. Oh happens. gosh, here goes another asthma attack. <laughs> So um, hold on, everyone. Um, we're going to give you some information about our upcoming event called Operation Dinner Out, and we'll be right back. Coming to Jacksonville, Florida on October 6th is a military spouse event like none other. It's Operation Dinner Out. Your mission, locate and find us in the heart of downtown Jacksonville, where you'll find author and syndicated columnist Sarah Smiley and us, of course, be advised, our old nemesis, Agent Murphy of Murphy's Law, he will attempt to sabotage your mission. So be safe, stay strong, and sign up at OperationDinnerOut.com. Wasn't that awesome? You know, <laughs> there aren't breathe, words to describe breathe, it. Breathe, breathe. It's, you know, it's just knowing your girlfriend and hearing her... <laughs> I just think it's awesome. I wanted to really use that sabotage. Okay, let's not do that again. <laughs> I need to get Christian to say it, you know. Um, oh, gosh, the boys. What movie is the that boys. from? The movie where they say that all the time? I cannot think. It's I don't movie. know. You know, I'm starting to, I'm thinking of the Beastie Boys song, but, you know, that's just me. Oh, no, I'm not thinking about that. <laughs> I know. That's, that's, where, that's where my mind goes. To the Beastie Boys song. Oh my gosh! Well, we had such a great show. Um, I my my last two things I want to just mention really quick, and then we need to wrap up and say goodbye because we're about out of time. You know what? I think I'm going to make my own promo with the Beastie Boys song sabotage. Hey, is your Yahoo I am up? Yes, it is. Just take a look at it. Is there a message from me? No. Oh, that's so strange. I wonder who's getting your messages. Oh no, Wendy. What are you saying? I don't know. I messaged you. You messaged me. I did. Uh-huh. Well, for all the ladies out there that are getting Wendy's messages and they probably aren't very friendly, we apologize. Oh, they just say, Marie, hello. No, there's yeah. no messages, Wendy. That's very strange. Well, okay, so. <laughs> I think we need to send say goodnight now, Wendy. Yeah, send me a message. And so I want to see if it works. So anyway, the Shooter movie with Mark Wahlberg, everyone should get that on their Netflix. I highly recommend it. It's it's a very good movie um, if you're into that kind of stuff. And um, and then the other part is, Marie, our article came out in the Stars and Stripes. Yes, I was looking at it. Did you find it? Yes, did you get my message? No. I just sent you a message. Wait, I had to switch my phone. Um, no, I didn't get it yet. But anyway, so everyone, we had our first press coverage on our show. It's so exciting. They quote Marie. Everyone else is about business on the... On no, the, they, no, they quoted you, too. Well, yeah, but they quoted Marie, too, and they said... Uh, they were talking about a different military spouse show, and they're like, that, this show's all about... They're all about business. 
Wendy and Marie and are all about fun. <laughs> yes, it says uh, it talks about Victoria. It says Victoria may be all business, but Wendy Poling and Marie Hobson are all about fun at Navy Wife Talk Radio. And then it says one oh gosh, one guest compared their show to a group of friends laughing and talking over a bottle of wine on a Saturday night. And that's our goal, Marie commented. <laughs> and then, I, put, and then I, I, quote, I was quoted saying, we get so caught up in the fun we're having, we forget that there are other people listening, which is true. It is true. And then, you know, um, I also said, I was quoted saying, we just enjoy spending time together. I was talking about Wendy and I. And then, of course, why not bring that girlfriend aspect to the show and enjoy one another? Because that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to share that and, and create a whole group of girlfriends, not just us. And then um, you recorded on here, too. Where we, it's, uh, you recorded it saying that uh, we want to connect Navy wives together and inspire them to do what they love. So, yeah, isn't that kind of cool? Terry Barnes, she did such a great job. And she's going to be on the show in a couple weeks. Yes, and we love Terry. She was great. Yep, she's a writer for Stars and Stripes. She lives in Germany. She's stationed at Ramstein. Which is so cool. And um, so we just she's going to be here to talk all about that in a couple weeks. So I wanted to share everyone with our our great press coverage. Um, all right, Marie, we need to start saying goodbye. Yes, I got to go to sleep. I got to get up in the morning. No, oh gosh. Tomorrow. So next week on our show, the twenty first, set your calendar, everyone. Babette Maxwell will be here, the founder and editor of Military Spouse Magazine, and you can find that website at millspousemag.com. And um, yeah, our show today was being was sponsored by thesubreport.com, your daily source for submarine news and events. So head on over to thesubreport.com. You want to do the disclaimer, Marie? If I had one, I would love to read it. Oh, does that mean you don't have it? That means I don't have it. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're just all about fun here, right? We are. Who needs a disclaimer? Yeah. All I know is that we are not connected to the Navy and the military in any form, anything, you know, what, what is it, how does it go? Close enough. <laughs> we're not a part of any official government agency, right? And, and, and we, we ask if you need professional help, seek a professional, not us. Right, like that's our disclaimer. Right, just wing it. That's all we need. So, don't blame us. Don't quote us to your command. We need to put that in there. Don't go to your captain and say, "But Marie and Wendy said, you know, yeah, I can no, do this." Don't do that. Definitely don't, don't do, do that. that. It's but only going to cause hate discontent. <laughs> um, so I want to remind everybody again that they can um, they can sign up for Operation Dinner Out at our website. The registration um, desk is open, and it's. Um, First come, first serve. So um, it's early bird res- registration until the end of the month, August 31st. It's $15. After that, it is $20 per person. So you can go over to our site, submarinewife.com or operationdinnerout.com to register today. And um, we'll see everyone next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern um, with Babette from Military Spouse Magazine. Good night, everybody. Good night. About the only thing I do 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh, oh.